Oh, yes. Good morning. Welcome back, everyone, coming to you live from the CBS Community Club of Summit in Philadelphia. Beginning another one of our Derech Hashem weeks over here uh, as we wind down Winter's Mat. Right? Long, long, long Winter's Mat this year. Extra month. We had a whole extra month. And yet, nevertheless, even with that extra month, we're still coming towards the end of Winter's Mat. How long are we going to go this year in Derech Hashem? I'm not sure. That's to be determined. For sure we have Derech Hashem this week, and for sure we have next week, the following week. We'll have to see. We'll see what we're going to be doing about that. In any case, we go further here in Derech Hashem, and uh, we continue from where we left off last week on Friday. Friday, last week we had a very interesting exploration over here and, uh, and, and um, explanation from the Ramchal as to... Um, how to understand the role of Gaim in the post-Chait world and the role of the post-Chait Gaim in the post-Chait world. As we saw many times already, the critical difference between Yisrael Amim, Jews and Gentiles, is we both ostensibly are, are living in a state of affairs where we are in a fallen state of grace, where we are in the world that Adam Harishan left behind the havoc and the chaos that was left in the wake of the original sin that Adam and Chavah committed where man has changed his appearance, his functioning, his state of, of existence, our physicality became our primary existence, got thicker, more blubbery. That took over as our primary existence. Our neshama is suppressed, is dwarfed, is eclipsed by the, by the, by, by the physicality, the corporeality that we have. And that is the starting point, which is, is um, what Jews and Gentiles both have in common. But where the commonality ends is when we get to what's going on beneath the surface, the spirituality. And although on the surface we're in a post-chait state of existence, we know that as Yidin, we are, we are shaykh to pre-chait. We are still connected to that world that existed before Adam Rishon sinned. We're eligible to correct that mistake. And to the contrary, our, uh, well, more than that, our entire existence, entire um, objective over here in life is to correct that mistake and continue to build up our spiritual existence and prepare ourselves for the great spirituality. Where in spirituality will be the primary existence yet once again, and the physicality will just be subservient to spirituality, and that, that is Ilam Haba. So that is our mission and that is our capability and <clears throat> this is where we find the profound difference between Jews and Gentiles Goyim are not shy to pre-chait, Goyim are not able to return themselves or mankind or the universe to the pre-chait state, they're not eligible they're not connected over there and where the Ramchal took us last week is that that shows up on, on, on a level of their, their, their neshama, not that they don't have a neshama they do have a neshama but it, it's a nefesh, it's a very low one. It's one that's just to provide life for their physicality, a spark of life. And it is a, a, um, a shadow and a, uh, like a, a very uh, um, distant um, facsimile of the neshama el that a yid has. And that's why we say that Gaim have a demus elakim and not a tselem elakim. The tselem means when we are in 
consonants and in resonance, and we on the same exact wavelength as we bind the on all levels of our existence, all the way up. And our neshama parallels the all the different aspects of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's interfaces with the world and all the mitzvahs of the Torah and every part of our physical existence corresponds with the spiritual existence corresponds with the mitzvah and th- th- that we've gotten positive and negative and it gives us the ability to transform ourselves, transform the world, bring us in Tailam Haba, bring this world into to, to, towards its completion and towards destiny. And Gaim don't have any of that on an active level. They have a projection of that and they have, let's say, a, a carbon copy of that. Facsimile of that, but something that's on a very basic, low, physical level. That's why, physically speaking, we look identical. It's physically, they have the projection of of the Ramach Evar and the Tari and, and, and the Shasagidim. But there's no, you know, power source going on that doesn't doesn't go any further, doesn't go above the surface with the Goyim all the way up to the Kisei Kavad as it does with the Goyim. So that's a Dumuth Elohim, a... a, a uh, a, 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 an image of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as opposed to the Tzelem Elikim, as opposed to the 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 functioning, so to speak, of Hakadosh Baruch Hu which is what a Yid has. Nevertheless, they do have a spark of spirituality, and that means there is a godliness to them. There is an there there is um, recognition that the Rebbeinu Shalom has for them, and there is a, a, an appreciation even that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has even for Goyim. And that shows up in the fact that, again, just to reiterate some of the critical ideas we had last week, shows up in the fact that that they are still the supreme existence down here in this in this world down here, even if there's no um, neshama el yaino, which allows them to get into Elam Haba, allows them to bring the world towards Elam Haba. Yet they're still being kind of still fulfilling that ideal of of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, of God of of Reduva Arz Shua. You're the ideal specimen of, of, of this world down here that all other species and creations and specimens are supposed to be subservient towards. And being that Hashem sees them as the ideal in terms of physical creation, HaKosh Baruch Hu gives them mitzvahs. Gaim have mitzvahs. And those mitzvahs are A, for them to, to cover a point maybe we didn't flesh out last time, those mitzvahs, the point of those mitzvahs is for them to have a... Um, being that they're the ideal creation down here. Obviously, Yidin are that plus, you know, the ideal creation down here and up there, but Gaim are at least the ideal creation down here, so the mitzvahs are for them to have the ideal existence of that ideal um, condition, to have the fulfilled existence, to fulfill the, the point of the Reduva Arts for Kivshua, to live properly down here, a fulfilled proper, appropriate, and godly life. And as a result of them doing mitzvahs and, and, and not doing the Averis of the Shevet Sifanei Nayach, Rebbein gives them a fulfilled, um, rewarded life down here. But the point of the mitzvahs of the Gaim are for the down here existence, and the reward for the mitzvahs of the Gaim are down here. Everything is down here. Yet, again, being that they're still at the top of the totem pole down here, HaKadosh Baruch acknowledges that, and even has a certain amount of of appreciation for that, and therefore gives them mitzvahs. But the point of the mitzvahs and the goal of the mitzvahs and the functioning of the mitzvahs is all down here for Goyim. The point of the mitzvahs for the, for the, for the Yidden is, is to keep, as we saw in Chela Galif, the, the world in this, in this uh, closed loop, of, 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 to keep the feedback going, that we do our mitzvahs affect 
the Olamas on the very top, they keep the chef and the bracha coming back down over here. And our mitzvahs affect everything from the highest point of creation, the highest of the Olamas, all the way down to the lowest. That's, the, that's again, to understand the similarities and the dissimilarities where we have points in common and when, where we, we are vastly different from the guy, that, that's, that's returning to that. And based on these ideas and, 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 and principles, these Yosayi that the Ramchal is setting forth, the final few paragraphs, which each one of them are pretty short, but each one of them is going to have another, you know, fundamental idea. It's going to be all built on top of the basic principles and understandings of, 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 of getting to the depths of the differences between the Jews and the Gentiles. Okay, so we're going to wrap up the parak. We have a few paragraphs here in, in, in the close of the parak, And all the ideas, he's going to set forth a few more ideas over here. They're all going to be built on, on top of the basic differences between Yisrael Amim. So let's now see Zion. That's what we're up to over here. Chelek Beis, Perik Dalet, Simon Zion, Vuula. Now we're going to get into another big topic over here, understanding Difference, differences between the functioning of Yudin and Gaim, that's Oilam Haba. Let's see. Ulam. Loilam Haba, Laysim Tenu, Uma, Izulas Yisrael. When it comes to Oilam Haba, Oilam Haba is Klai Yisrael's hangout, is Klai Yisrael's affair, is Klai Yisrael's party. Oilam Haba, the world to come, is designed and designated for Klai Yisrael, for the Yid. It's our party. And therefore, the only nations you can find in Elam Haba are, is going to be Klai Yisrael. So far, he just basically gave us a, a psak, a ruling, that, that uh, in Elam Haba, you don't find Goyim, you only find Yidin. But he immediately qualifies that. Immediately qualifies it, let's see. Starts off with, with very, very, uh, you know, black and white, kind of uh, definition of Eilam Haba, who gets in and who doesn't get in, says the Ramchal immediately, You can, however, find Goyim there. Ah, he just said, is he just walking that back? He just said, The only nation you find is Klai Yisrael. He's not walking that back. The only nation you find is Klai Yisrael. Individuals, individual members of the Gaim, you can find there. Okay, so it's Marumas in, in the Ramchal right away that that um, he's not. It's hinted, alluded to in the Ramchal that the, he's not. He's not. Again, he's not taking back anything that he just said. He's explaining what he just said on a national level, in terms of a nation, in terms of a an Uma, in in terms of a. Uh, a general sense, the only nation you find in the world to come is Klai Yisrael. It's intended for the nation of Israel. For Klai Yisrael, no other nations of the 70 nations. We had that last week, the 70, what, what the number 70 is all about, what that means, 70 different nations. On a national level, Klai Yisrael, Olam Haba, rather, is the nationality of, of Klai Yisrael. It's like one big Eretz Yisrael now. You think of it that way.
It's not created for any other nation. No other nation gets in there. No other nation has their flag planted there. Border control, you have to have a... a, 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 a um, B'nai Yisrael take a passport. Okay, that's on a national level. On an individual level, it's possible for individual guy to get in. You can have individuals from the Umas HaOlam in Olam Haba. But what does that mean and how does that work? Who's getting in and how are they getting in? The individual members of the nation can get in if they are that's the famous term we know about that's a term in, in Chazal already they, Chazal uses this term the righteous Gentiles righteous Gentiles can get in well the two questions that have to be asked is how do they get in, and what does that look like when they're in? So he answers, that's the, yeah, it goes hand in hand with how do they get in. How do they get in? You have to become a righteous Gentile. How do you become a righteous Gentile? How do you get in? So it says Ramchal, before we get to the how do they get in, he, he tells us immediately the what. What does their Olam Haba look like? Again, let's read it again. Their existence in Olam Haba is that of being an accessory to Klai Yisrael. Their Olam Haba is in accessory fashion, is in an auxiliary, an accompaniment. They're there as escorts, as accompaniments, and as, as accessories to Klai Yisrael. In other words, they don't have an individual portion in Olam Haba. They don't have their own um, seat at the table by the party. They don't have their own invitation. They didn't get their own, you know, you come and you get the gift bag, right? The gift bag with your party kit in it. They don't get their own gift bag. They don't get their own name card. They don't get their own place at the table. They come in as an accessory and accompaniment to Klai So There's a lot of different ways we can go with giving the shalom to this. You know, but they come in as an escort. And I go to the party and my entourage comes together with me to the party. My escort comes and joins the party together with me. Now, I have escorts wherever I go. Let's say I'm a big VIP. So I go to a party. Of course, my escorts, they have the banter at the door. You know, this is an exclusive party. Very exclusive party. Anyone here ever try to get into an exclusive party? I have a chaver who wants to try getting into an exclusive party. When I was in my Eretz Yisrael years, I had a chavrusa who, um, who was very distant mishpacha with uh, the Ger Rebbe. He was like a, like an 800th cousin or something like that. And uh, the Ger Rebbe, there was a, a big chasna, the base gur. They made a Ger chasna. They closed off, there's one of these chasna where they closed off like most of Geula for the chasna. For, for an entire day. All the streets were closed off and there were different zones. They had, they had, the way they had it worked out, it was, um, you know, if you were, you know, the, the, there was the, 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 where the chasna was actually taking place and then there were the rooftops on the building, I'm not making this up, that were surrounding the chuppah where you could get a view of the chuppah and then where you could hear the chuppah and where you could see the people that were hearing the chuppah, where you could see the people that were seeing the people that were hearing the chuppah and you had, had a card. You have to have, you had, you had to have a, uh, 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 you know, an entry pass to any of these zones, and it was all cordoned off, all 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 fenced at, off. You know, they had these those police gates, and they had the the Gera Gabayim, the Gera bouncers at every single day at checkpoint set up. This guy, you know, figured he's gonna get in because he had all, the whole yichus worked out, and he he got to the first checkpoint. He explained who he was. Nothing doing. They didn't let him in. Couldn't get in. He didn't get an invitation. He didn't get a card. He didn't have an entry pass. So you couldn't get in. So there are exclusive parties, even in the Jewish world, that you, you need a exclusivity to get into. And so let's say, you know, we're, we're exclusive people. We get invited to these 
highfalutin parties with all the VIPs. So the Hamaynam, the, the regular people, they can't get in. But if I am such a VIP that I have my escort, I have my entourage, so they get in together with me. Because I have to, wherever where I go, my escort goes. Where I go, my entourage goes. I need my people to take care of me. So I get into the party. I have my seat at the table. I get my gift bag. I have my name card. I have my seat, my plate. And I, the waiter comes around and gives me food. And it's very geschmack. My escort, my entourage, they don't get a seat at the table. They don't get the place card. They don't get service, personal service from the waiters. They're there to take care of me. Now, do they enjoy being in the party of Adam? They, they, they're certainly very happy to be there, very privileged to be there, because they know all their buddies who were not able to be my escort, my entourage, didn't even make it through the door. They made it through the door. But their treatment at that party, the attention they get at the party, their enjoyment of the party is certainly nothing that approaches mine, because they're, they, they are not individually invited. Their appreciation, their enjoyment is, is a, a, an extension of mine, is vicarious to mine. So again, this is a rough mushal, but it's good as a starting mushal. There's other mushal also that we'll get to maybe that we'll, that we'll speak at over here. But um, this is a good way of wrapping our heads around this concept of the Hasidic Umas HaElem being an Elam Habab. They're there as an escort, they're there as an entourage. And this will also help us answer the other question of how does a, a guy become from the Hasidic Umas HaElem. So we'll get there also. Um, but this is what their Elam Habab looks like. Their Elam Habab is vicarious. They're enjoying... Seeing Kleist enjoy Eilam Habo, they got in. And that's amazing, because most guys don't even get in. But they don't have a, a seat at the table. They don't have a place card. They're not getting you know, the, the, the individualized attention from the waiters that are going around. But it's amazing being there. It's amazing to be able to at least see the glory of Kleist in Eilam Habo, that there is a Nispach, that there is an entourage, an escort to Kleist. Now, again, I, I might have gone a little bit too far now to say that their whole enjoyment is to see Klaus enjoying. That's going a little bit too far. It, it, they do get a little bit more than that. They are getting a vicarious, more than just vicarious. They're getting, uh, the, the escort is not only when the escort enjoys the party. It's not just the escort's geschmack. is not just seeing his, his charge and the VIP that he's supposed to be taking care of enjoy himself. He hears the music. He smells the food. And maybe, you know, the waiter will even let him grab something from the tray as he walks by. It's not just about him seeing the enjoyment of the person he's taking care of. There is something that he's getting. But again, it's all as an extension of the person who he's there to, to be taken care of. So this is what Eilam Haba looks like for the guy. And that's Mamash Ramchal says, He's there as an extension, an accompaniment, an accessory to Klaus for themselves. They are accessories in a very literal sense, says the Ramchal. Not just accessory in terms of they're there to take care of the Yidden, an escort, an accessory in terms of an accessory that you wear. They're like a lavush, a garment to the person himself, a garment to the, the wearer of the garments. That's their existence in Elm Haba. They're um, quite literally an accessory. They're there as the beged, the vestment and the garment to, to the Yid. So this is a mushal the Ramchal is giving us that goes one step beyond our mushal of the entourage. The entourage and the escorts are still their own person. I'm there as my own person. I didn't get in because of me, who I am as my own person. I got in because of the person I'm taking care of, but I got in as my own person. I'm kind of hovering the background. 
Ramchal is telling us it really goes beyond that. They're not even there as their own person. They're there as a beged, as, as the outer layer, the outer shell of the yid, the accessory that's mamish being worn. So we said this a, a while ago that a guy could get perhaps into Eilam I'm sorry, we talked about how, how um, there's a concept, we had this in the last paragraph of Yisurin, of, of all the different approaches of why suffering can happen, we had a concept of a Pashid Yid getting into Eilam Haba on the coattails of a Choshev Yid, that you can grab onto someone's coattails and get in. So we had that. By a, the guy goes beyond that. He's not grabbing onto someone else's coattails, he is the coattails. The guy becomes the coattails. He is the beggar to the Yid, excuse me, and his, his uh, uh, appreciation of Eilam Haba is as an outer layer, so to speak, to the Yid, who is there in Eilam Haba. Okay, we'll get back to this in a moment. This type of a setup, in this type of an existence, um, as, as the outer layer to the inner core, who, who is Klaizo Noilam Haba, that's their enjoyment, that's their involvement, and that's their existence in Noilam Haba. And that's what allows them to Vinena to enjoy the, the um, eternal Hana reward of Eilam Haba. According to the way they operate, the way they've been created, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu established how, who Goyim are and how they work, they can't get any more than that. Their Eilam Haba is, is limited by that, and that's the, the, the maximum they're, they're able to get is that of an accessory to Klai Yisrael, as Rabbi Chal is telling us, a literal accessory, like a beggar to the wearer. That's how they get into Eilam Haba. So what the jacket gets, what the jacket that's being worn by the VIP, what the jacket gets out of the party, that's what the guy we're getting out of the big party of eternity in Eilam Haba. So let, let's focus back on the, uh, let's go back to the um, idea of the, uh, the Ramchal gave us some clues over here um, in understanding the question we haven't addressed here, which is how does a guy get into Eilam Haba? How does he become a chassid of What does that mean? You know, he's just... Uh, Always votes votes uh, votes Republican. That's how he. That's how you become a chassid umas ha'olam. How, how do you become chassid umas ha'olam? The Ramchal gave us a few clues in explaining to us what their ha'olam haba looks like, and let's use that and try to work backwards from there to understand how a guy indeed can qualify for the the party, the big party, even as 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 uh, in in in, in uh, a existence. So again, the, the clues that he gave us were, A, that he's nispach and noisaf, he's an, a, 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 like an accessory, and he is uh, a, an accompaniment to a yid, and he took it a step further by saying he's the beged, the beged of the yid himself. He's the beged, he becomes the beged of the yid. If that's what his Eilam Haba looks like, his Eilam Haba is a function of, of um, him being the outer layer to a yid, being an accessory to a yid, an accompaniment to a yid, that is establishing, mapping out for us what he has to do in Eilam Hazeh to get that Eilam Haba. In other words, it's always, uh, one is always a direct product of the other, as we saw much earlier in the Sefer. The Eilam Haba Yid is a direct consequence of the Eilam Hazeh. The Eilam Haba Yid is the relationship that a yid has with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not just about doing mitzvahs, it's about how we do the mitzvahs, and the more our mitzvahs are a reflection of 
a relationship with the Rebbein Shem, establishing a relationship with the Rebbein Shalalem, which is Dveikas with Hashem in this world, the more we're able to have Dveikas in the next world. The Olam Haba of a guy also is a direct consequence of what he's supposed to be doing over here. So if his Olam Haba looks like him being an accessory to a Yid, that means his Olam Haba is earned an Olam Hazeh by him being an accessory to a Yid. Now what does that mean? One moment. What does it mean to be an accessory? Is a word I'm using that you don't understand? Okay, so I'll, I'll answer the question in a moment. What does it mean then for him to be an accessory to a Yid? It, it means two things. One of two things, or both things at the same time. To be an accompaniment, to be an accessory, to be nitpal to, to a Yid, it doesn't mean, you know, in the, the sense that the, you know, um, the, the anti-Semites of old would have taken this as, oh, so we're supposed to be, you know, second-class citizens, we're here to, to wait on your needs, we're here to take care of you, we're here to service you. No, no, that's not what it means. It means to be an accessory to that which Kleisel stands for and to be in a company with Kleisel's mission and to get what Kleisel's all about and to help facilitate that, to help bring that out into action, into reality, as opposed to a stance of neutrality and certainly as opposed to taking an approach of thwarting what Kleisel is here for. And what that means is like this. And if we're here to have Tveikas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And our relationship with the Rebbein Shalom directly measures and determines our Olam Haba, which is about us having Tveikas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gaim are here to understand that and to facilitate that, to assist us in that, to, to get what Klai is all about, to get what our mission is all about, to get what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is all about, and to say, we want to help you in that mission. It's, it's, you know, something that we can appreciate. It's something that we can respect, and something that we do respect, we get that, and it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to assist you in that. We want to assist Klai in their mission. We want to facilitate Klai in their relationship with the Rebbe Nishalev. And again, that, that can, in terms of the fine-tuning, that can still have one of two applications. The highest application is when a, a guy really makes it his mission to, to assist Klai in what Klai is doing. Directly, um, whatever that looks like, is, you know, whether that means lobbying for for uh, laws to be passed which are in the best interest of th those members of Klai Yisrael which are carrying out a Kodesh Baruch Hu's mission, whether that means um, support, encouragement, emotional, monetary, or otherwise, but it's all stemming from the 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 the, the uh, starting point of seeing Klai Yisrael as the Am HaNivchar, seeing Klai Yisrael as the nation that is bringing the Rebbein Shalom into this world and, 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 and bring the world back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and bringing mankind to his destiny and supporting that, assisting that, facilitating that directly, or understanding again what, what um, Klai Yisrael stands for and the... the um, Lessons that Kleisrol is here to um, represent and radiate, and and Kleisrol's mission and objective, which is for them to become close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, bring the world close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and resonating with those principles, with Jewish principles. That's to a much lesser degree, much much lesser degree. Um, 
that's becoming a Nisaf and Nispach to Klai Yisrael. And it's much to a much lesser degree because there, uh, if a guy says, I see you know, the moral values that a Yid lives by and, and the, the, the um, beauty of the mission of, of Klai Yisrael as a nation, and I want to try promoting that in the world, I want to try um, living by those ideals myself. I want to try spreading those values. But he's not directly assisting and facilitating cholesterol. He's actually much more removed, much less of a nispach, much less of a noisaf, much less of a auxiliary and accompaniment to cholesterol. He's kind of getting it from a very, 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 very far distance. Um, it, it, he may barely get into the Mahabha, but it's going to be barely. The more he's actually an accompaniment to Klaisol themselves, the more he's making himself into a beget, something that's being worn by Klaisol, something that's a beget means you're actually there, you're actually present and assistive in someone when he's actively involved in what he's supposed to do. That's really when you become a beget. So, so the, the most powerful and... and um, um, <clears throat> active way that a, a guy makes himself into the Hasidic Umas HaOlam, the righteous Gentiles, to be able to get into Elam Abba, is when he's actively, that beggar to Klaisrael, actively, that accessory that's assisting, facilitating Klaisrael as they are actively involved in their mission. And then, in this world, he has become a facilitator to Klaisrael's mission. In the next world, he is also that beggar, he goes to the next world, as a consequence of being nitpal and nispach to Klai in this world, that's his item hub in the next world. So this really are both halves, both sides of the same coin over here, of what it takes for a guy to become the Hasid Umas Ha'ilam, to become uh, the righteous Gentiles in this world, and how that translates into Ilam Haba in the next world. So it really is about being on board with Klai on their mission, being supportive of their mission, and actually being actively facilitating their mission. If they appreciate the mission from a distance, and they want to live by the moral values of the Jews from a distance, and they even want to spread those values around from a distance, they're going to be a very, very great and distant uh, way. Still a nice Nisbach, but again, in a very, very, very distant way. They're barely a Lavush, because they weren't really facilitating. They were kind of trying to bring that mission into this world. The primary way of them doing this is to be actively involved in continuing and furthering the mission of Klai Yisrael in this world because we need Klai Yisrael in this world because of what Klai Yisrael is doing in this world. So certainly, a guy that makes a, his point of saving Klai Yisrael because Klai Yisrael needs to be saved, because Klai Yisrael has a role to play here, because they have a mission that is Hasidim Musa'ilam. A, a, a guy that saves a Yid to become the Hasidim Musa'ilam really does have to be with that motivation. That motivation of this is the chosen nation. These are God's people. They need to be here. They're, they're bringing the world one step closer to its ultimate tikkun. That's why I'm saving these people. That makes a guy then into the Hasidim Musa'ilam. Good. That wraps up paragraph Zion. This is where we will stop for today.